Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat, all these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. ButcherBox makes it super easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty. And ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your front door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use code WP. We are back on Gearbox Talk with another edition of our Hot 25. As you all know, people are sharing all the gear they're using on Go Wild, and we realize that we can tell what the most popular gear is per category. So if you want to know what the best thing in hunting and fishing is or what the most popular in hiking or camping, we've got you. Today, I'm sitting down with Mike Evans from Team Go Wild, and we're going to talk about our favorite items on the list. This includes some smokers, recipe books, some other cooking utilities, a a thermometer. So stick around to see what, what items drew Mike and Mai's attention and we're going to give you a link in the show notes to see the whole list yourself. All right, enjoy this Hot 25 on outdoor cooking. Mike, you're the man to have on to talk about cooking gear because, A, you've built a ton of the Gearbox feature and you love to cook. Yeah, I sure do. (laughs) I'm pumped to get you on. We're going to go through and talk about all the gear that has been super hot and go wild and hitting all the cooking stuff today. We've done this with hunting. We've done this with fishing. We're doing it with camping. And... When I heard that you had a passion for cooking for like not only just your family but massive amounts of people, mm-hmm. right? Like you mm-hmm. like that's an unusual cooking. Like I like to cook on a smoker. You know, people like to cook on a grill, but you're like, no, I like to cook in quantity. Yes, you like the challenge. What's what's up with that? Oh, I just uh, I love the logistics of pulling it all together. Um, being able, it's it's just an extension of hospitality to be able to have people over and say, "Don't worry about anything. I'll take care of the rest." I like it. So I've done that camping, um, done it at my home, doing it Thanksgiving this year, just doing the whole thing. Leave it to the data guy to be like, "No, it's all about logistics." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's process. You gotta, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. I so it was cool to look through the top twenty-five. There were quite a few things. Like I was pretty familiar with everything, but there were a couple of products that I actually personally used, mm-hmm. and I got I got pumped about the first one. And I bet you used one of these in some form or another. But the iGrill is a meat thermometer, four probe meat thermometer. Yes. What yeah. are you using? Um, 
I think it's a Maverick. Maverick. Um, something that I found on Amazon. Yeah. Um, There's a ton of these things. Now. Yeah. And, and yeah. like, um, but having the, having the wireless ability to connect when you're not at the grill, you're not at the smoker and you're inside the house, yes. especially if you're running something overnight, uh, just be able to turn over in your bed and, and check it. Um, yes. I, I wouldn't cook with that one. The, and, and this, so this one is uh, Bluetooth and I will say that there are a couple Traegers on the list this year and I can't remember the names off the top of my head. I think there's the 750, mm-hmm. um, but some of these are Wi-Fi enabled now. So you can actually, if your grill is within Wi-Fi range, you don't even have to be at home. That's this awesome. one, mine runs off Bluetooth. It's kind of old school, uh, but this is super nice because I can, you know, if you don't know the temperature range of what it's supposed to be. So if you're cooking a pork butt and you're not sure when to pull it, it'll tell you. Now, I I know, like, I have a very specific temperature that I remove my pork butt, 203. Mm -hmm. Like, not 202, not 204. 203 is my magic number. Um, but if you, if you're unsure, if it's like, you've never cooked this meter before you, you can just, you know, boop, boop, boop. And then it tells you what it should be. It gives you a 10 degree warning and then it starts warning you every degree until, um, so the iGrill, uh, has, has been a, you know, a great product for me. And like you said, you can find these things all over the place. Like Amazon's got a ton of them. The mm-hmm. Thermapins are really popular, mm-hmm. a little more pricey um, in, in some variations. But uh, And I know that I did a podcast with Jeremiah Dowdy. I know he really likes the Thermapin. I'm a big fan of the iGrill. If you got a Traeger, you've got it built in. Yep. So have you used a Traeger? I haven't. Yeah. They're, yep. they're, it's funny, man. I, I think I've sold more uh, Traegers than the grill I actually use because I'm a big advocate for how easy easy they are, right? People want to get into smoking and they don't necessarily want to get into maintenance, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is where I'm at. Yeah. But no, the, I've been curious what, what makes them so easy. So I mean, everyone has said that about them, but I don't, I don't know what the difference is. The, the actual cleaning maintenance is simpler than uh, what I'm, I use. And I'll talk about that in a minute. That's, I'm going to uh, wind down with w- what I'm using and advocate for that. But the I advocate for that for certain type of people. We'll get there. But the 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 cleaning maintenance is really easy. But the setup, man, it's like okay, from my phone, you can do it a couple ways. So it's like I want this temperature. If you know what you want, or you can say I'm cooking this recipe and it will just go. And you just set the food on there and it tells it like if it if it varies in temperature, it will do that for you. Wow. And if it needs to be, you know, with my my smoker, I need to uh, I have to manage my wood ahead of time and kind of think through how long I need and all that stuff. You don't have to do any of that with the Traeger. It, it force feeds all these pellets through. It maintains the temperature. It, it shuts itself down. Like you can start it from the grocery store. If it's like, if it's powered on, you can get it like get on your phone with the app and mm-hmm. turn it to the settings you want. They're pretty incredible. I mean, awesome. they really are. I know they, um, you know, some people, you know, maybe wouldn't be as interested in something that high of a price range, but it is, it is an item that I, I see the price and I'm like, yeah, it's worth it. Like mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get one at some point just to have like a, my, 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 my dream setup is to have like four different grills on my deck yep. and yep. <laughs> everywhere you turn, there's meat smoking. <laughs> I'm, I'm already planning the outdoor kitchen. Yeah. The, yep. uh, there's a guy that I, I used to follow. Well, before I deleted my Instagram, I followed this guy called, uh, well, it used to be big green Craig. And now I think he just went to Craig Tabor, which is his name, Okay, but he built what he calls the Thunderdome, And it's this giant awning on his deck and he's just got green eggs everywhere. He's got all kinds of different Kamado smokers. Mm. It's awesome. Uh, another camping uh, or cooking item for for me is the uh i gotta have this and you you're newer to go well but mm-hmm. eventually as i start bringing in venison dishes nine times out of ten 
is from Hank Shaw's Buck Buck Moose, man. Uh, you'll see. I, look, I've even got like <laughs> this thing's like bookmarked. It's dog-eared. Like, let's see what it flops open to here. Look, it goes right to Shanks, which anybody that listens to any show of mine knows that I'm a big fan of the mm-hmm. venison shank. Um, you know, this thing is what's what's bookmarked here. Uh, oh, dude, venison ribs are so ignored. So many people don't eat venison ribs they they kind of like they'll cut them up and throw them in the grind pile don't do that this book right here has the most magnificent way to eat venison ribs korean style so you get you boil them for a long parboil yeah and then you throw them on last minute and caramelize this awesome korean barbecue sauce it's like it's one of my favorite rib recipes let Mm -hmm. alone the fact that it's venison ribs it's it's kind of surprising but uh i was super pumped to see that buck buck moose made the list as uh, in the top 25 it's pretty high up in the list if i remember correctly very nice. All right. What do you got over here, man? Uh, I've got a Lodge preseason cast iron skillet. Uh, this I have held on to for the last 12 years and have been uh, everywhere with it. Those things are – it's funny. If you've never cooked with cast iron the first go at it, you're going to be like, I don't get it. It mm-hmm. takes like – like out of that 12-year run, maybe 10% of it was building up a seasoning. Yep. <laughs> I know. I, I feel as strongly about cooking with a cast iron skillet as I do about cooking with gas. Uh, it's all about temperature. It's all about, uh, knowing what, knowing how heat transfers to food. Um, a lot of people don't get it. They think that, you know, a pan is a pan and it's meant for heating up your food or sauteing something. Uh, but when you start cooking with gas, um, which is so responsive and then start cooking with cast iron, which is also responsive, uh, what it can do for your food in terms of like getting that, that crispy edge without overcooking it, without causing it to stick. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I would never have a kitchen without one of these, uh, and I have taken it camping. I've even hauled one up to the top of the Appalachian Trail. Um, that How was far probably, was that? That was way too many miles with that much weight. Uh, my wife um, laughed at me for a lot. I've done that time. before. We, me and my wife showed up, and we were expecting to go backcountry camping, and my friends showed up, and they thought we were car camping, and they had a cooler, oh, like, and they had all this stuff, dude. And so we did it. We, we, we went back. It was at the Red River Gorge. We hiked a mile to the campsite. Uh, we kind of compromised here on how yep. far we we're going to go. Um, so we go a mile and then like literally just making trips in and out, carrying coolers. And, you know, of course they had like beer bottles, you know, yep. nothing lightweight at all. Uh, the same trip on top of the Appalachian <laughs> Trail where I carried one of these, I was also carrying a cooler. Nice. So it was a complete mistake. Now, um, I believe you told me you liked, there was some of the cooler options caught your eye on the list too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, having a really high end cooler. Um, some of the Yetis, uh, I mean the architecture and the science of those things, how they insulate from the outside in everything is about maintaining, uh, that inner temperature. Um, but as, as a family, you know, I've got a young daughter, we travel a lot, but when we do, we have to pack food in the car, um, and so having, having these coolers um, just for maintaining temperatures uh, on long trips, uh, going out picnicking, uh, camping, uh, even just having food out by the grill when you're, when you're working outside um, and you need, to, you need to keep things close. Um, yeah, I, I always have a cooler handy, uh, multiple sizes in my house. Yeah, dude, yeah. The, um, the quality, I, I don't ha- have a, um, the, the Yetis that made the list. I want one, mm-hmm. but I don't have one. I got like a, a knockoff that I bought several years ago. And I can just say like the, the jump from a, you know, Walmart 
$40 cooler, which has its own purpose, right? Yes, there's there's yes. like, you know, tailgates, you don't need ice to last forever. Yep. You know, it's already cold outside. Um, you could almost set your beer outside and it'd be fine. Not to mention everybody's drinking it so fast, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like right, right, the, right. The, the, the styrofoam cooler would work in that scenario. But there's times when the, these Yetis and these other premium coolers work really well. And, you know, you mentioned traveling. Um, I've had multiple occasions where I'm driving 10 hours in the blazing hot sun mm-hmm. through Florida or something or South Carolina. And it's nice to know that your food's not spoiling on the back of your car. It that really you're taking is. for the yeah. week. Yeah. I've, um, I've flown back from Texas with mine and with a deer and froze the deer flash froze it overnight and then shipped it. And it showed up in Kentucky like I actually packed it down with my camo, like because the the you know what was left in this. I got a big one, mm-hmm. so what was left of the space, I put clothing in it, kept it from banging around. That's always the the other fear is you know you don't want the fr- just like in your freezer if it bangs around, it's going to get uh, freezer burn over time. So I packed it down. It showed up, and it probably could have gone like another day or two. Wow. You know, it's like these things are so well designed, and there are a lot a lot of uh, you know variations of them now, but I do think like. The Yeti products hold up. There's other brands out there that hold up really well. What what the difference is is like that. <laughs> I'll call it the tailgate computer or tel- the tailgate cooler versus what we're talking about. It's like there's no comparison. Yep. Now I know when you get into those elite brands and you're spending hundreds of dollars, sure there there's some similar products, but people that want to do a cooler test on you know the styrofoam or the like the the I won't pick a brand to pick on, but there's certain brands that make mm-hmm. them that kind of. You know, they're made to literally just be the tailgate cooler. Yeah. So. And I'm a really big fan of the soft shell version of those, mm, like yeah. the, the bags. Um, those I've w- got a Yeti bag cooler yeah, that those, I love. Those fit everywhere. Yeah. Uh, where you can't fit a big chest, you can always fit a bag. And uh, and I love it. My one complaint on my old, I, I have the older version of the bag cooler now. They, they've actually, I think they've accounted for this, but it used to be tough to get stuff in and out because it locked up so tight. I mean, it would hold forever. Mm. Literally, stuff would stay frozen. Um, I've come back from Michigan with frozen fish or something from ca- fishing up there and stayed frozen the whole time. But it was tough to get stuff in because the it, the mouth was so tight. And mm-hmm. I think they've accounted for that in the new design. But I love the bags. They, they work like for other soft coolers that I have, they hold it's their tailgate coolers, right? Like this one, the Yeti, uh, I can't remember what mine, it's the Yeti hopper. I think, uh, it's like a 40 can 35 can cooler. Um, but not that you could do that with ice, but like in, in volume, great cooler. Love, yep. love my Yeti products. All right, man. Anything else catch your eye? What was What else on the list? The, uh, camp chef three burner stove. Um, that thing is a powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, I have cooked with variations of those. Um, in the past, uh, there was a camping trip I took 65 people on. I signed everybody up and said, just come on. I'll take care of the food. All you need to bring is a, a tent and a, and a sleeping bag. Um, and so I, I brought my own car load of cooking cooking stuff, and I had one of these burners, and that was a, uh, a lifesaver. Uh, I was able to you know, have multiple things going at the same time. I love cooking with gas, even at the campsite. Um, in my, my future dream version of an out, outdoor kitchen, uh, there's going to be multiple gas burners that I can use. Um, it, they're great. You can also, uh, you know, put, um, charcoal, uh, lava rock burners on top of these, um, and kind of work through that. So, um, yeah, in terms of being able to cook for a party, that's, uh, th- those have been great products. We, we actually used one of those, um, on the, our, our retreat last year. So we, Bill Cooper set up on the side of the, the, the river, and we showed up and he's already like midway through making fajitas yeah. 
and he had a big three burner um, camp chef stove. And there are some serious advantages to having gas in, in a mixed. I mean, I'm a, I'm a charcoal guy, but there are, I also have a gas grill. There are times when you want to cook hot, but you're also slow smoking. So, if mm-hmm. you, you know, if you've got something that needs more time, but you need something to cook hot, you can go in and do it. But it's nice to have gas combo. Uh, but those are there are some some moments like setting up on a riverbank where they cook really. It's like having a kitchen, you know, yep. boom. Legs out, it's up. You know, you're ready to roll. Uh, Camp Chef's doing some really innovative stuff. I mean, they've got a ton of products in the outdoor space now, too. Yeah. It's really cool. And I think a lot of people underestimate, even on a, in a camp setting, having something that is countertop height. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. When you you, know, when so you, you're not, like, hunkered over yeah. the fire your, the whole time. Your hips and your knees, you know, they're going to be aching by the time you're done cooking a meal when you're at a campsite. And so to be able to, to have something that we're – that pops out, that that assembles, um, that you can cook and stand up at, a, at an average height. Um, that's that's a game changer. That's why cavemen were just always lumbering around like that. <laughs> they they all, always like that because they they didn't have countertops. That, that's I, what I look like at the dude, end of a weekend. We yep. just solved it right there. Yeah, evolution could have happened sooner with Camp Chef. There we go. <laughs> solved. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. All right, man. I have one more item. Yeah. What's that? Hang on, Mike. Dude, I couldn't bring my big green egg in. I tried. The thing weighs a ton. It wasn't going to happen. So I just brought in something smoked on my big green egg. I love this thing. It, it was in one of the, I think it was top five, um, top five overall in the cooking, maybe mm-hmm. number three or something. The The big green egg, I'm a huge advocate for. However, like I said earlier, most people ask me what kind of smoker to buy. And I do not recommend a big green egg for the, all the reasons I laid out on the Traeger. They're super easy. A big green egg's not. It's not easy, man. It's it's uh somebody once and I won't say what brand I was talking to, one of the other brands put it perfectly when I was talking to one of their team members. He said, Look, man, a lot of people spend a lot of time tying their own flies. And it's not necessarily proven that they're gonna catch any more fish than the guys that are just buying them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like a perfect metaphor for the big green egg in a lot of ways. Now, I will say I do think there are some things it does better than any other pellet grill. I think there are a lot of things it does better than a gas grill. Uh, the the heat off of direct flame and charcoal, like that crisp when, you know, I am not to mention, like, if I want to do, have you ever done um, caveman steaks where you just, like, throw it on the freaking yes, coals? Yes. Yeah, dude. Like, there's things you can't do uh, with with these other smokers. Um, you know, there's temperatures that I can hit that are, I, I can go, you know, sub 200 or if I wanted to, I could cook at 600. I don't know what I would do at 600 degrees, mm-hmm. um, but you, you can cook a pizza. Well, I guess pizza is one thing that you could do yeah. at 550 or six. Um, I've done plenty of pizzas on mine. It's a really versatile cooking, uh, cooking utility. I will say I have a medium. I wish I had a large, it's too small. Um, you know, racks of ribs. I have to cut them in half and yep. smoke them yep. vertically. Yep. Uh, the, the, I can get a Turkey on there, but it is squeezing. Like it's, it's like packed in. And I sometimes wonder how much convection is actually happening. Uh, but man, I am a huge fan of these things. The, the maintenance that I'm talking about though, you're going to have to change out the, um, the gasket. Like my gasket is gone. It's, it's, I just realized you'll start to realize when it goes. Cause when you are starting the smoke, all of a sudden that smoke's coming out the yep, side yep. and you feel like a total rookie. Well, uh, when, when your gas gets leaking like that, it's not, it's like not very, it's, it's, it's not very um, aesthetically pleasing for, for an egg to see that. Um, so I got to, you know, you got to scrape all the residue off and I got to put a new gasket on. I actually broke my egg top. The first time I started doing this, um, I was new to an egg 
uh, I guess I'd had it like 18 months or something. So it's cause I was changing out a gasket. I'd never done it before. And I was putting the band back on that holds the lid in place. And I forgot to screw it in before I lifted it up and it gave it just enough lift to throw the top of my egg off. Mm. So it cost me like 180 bucks because wow. I only had half an egg at that yep. point. But the, I, I'm a big fan of these things, man, whether it's pizzas, smoking a pork butt, smoking venison hams, you know, I just did barbecue chicken on it. Um, I, I, I've smoked chili. I, I do all kinds of stuff on the thing. And, you know, when I'm more available and not running around crazy, like we are right now, I will sometimes cook on that thing three times a week. I can fire it up and have it going really simply. I think yeah. it's intimidating for people. You know, I watched God knows how many YouTube videos on how to start the big green egg. You don't have to do that on Traeger. So that's why I've literally sold more Traeger. I don't know. I've maybe convinced two people to buy an egg after telling them all this. I'm like, look, if you're not going to be into the maintenance and like hardcore into charcoal, just go buy something else. This is not for you. Yep. If you're going to be into it though, there's, there's an art to it. And there are some things it can do that other, other smokers can't. Yep. So I, that's how I wrap up. Um, anything else on your list that, that comes to mind? No, not for me. All right, man. Uh, if you're, if you've really enjoyed this conversation, check out our conversation for camping, check out the other two for hunting and fishing. You know, overall we've got a hundred products that we've released and from, from social activity from the go wild community and it's quality stuff. Yeah, it sure is. All right, Mike. Thanks.